The Heinemann Podcast presents a new six-week series. Of all the tools available to the classroom teacher to mitigate anxiety and relieve depression in students, writing is a powerful one. Over 200 research studies since the late 80s have reported that expressive writing especially can improve people's physical and emotional health. So how does writing do this? And what can I do as a classroom teacher to position my students to take this verbal medicine, as author Barry Lane calls it? Join me, Liz Prather, on the Heinemann Podcast each week starting April 4th as we learn about the healing power of writing. Hi, I'm Steph from Heinemann. Today on the podcast, we're joined by Sarah Gilmore and Katie Rose Deos, authors of Integrating Technology, a school-wide framework to enhance learning. In their book, Sarah and Katie Rose adopt a holistic and mindful approach to using technology effectively in the classroom. Whether you have iPads for every student or just one computer for the entire class, it is possible to meaningfully integrate technology into your teaching and leadership practices. My colleague Brett began the conversation by asking, what is the role of technology in education? Well, for us, we really believe that the role of technology in education is to enhance how students learn. You know, it's to make the conditions in the classroom uh, as optimal as possible for learning and to just break down those barriers that all students face, you know, different kinds of barriers, and to open up opportunities for the way that they learn. So for us, it's really about being a tool to enhance student learning in its deepest sense. We also wanted this book to cause people to stop and ask that question of themselves within their school, within their context, because every school is different, working differently. And so the tool that technology can be for learning for your students may look different in your context. But often we were seeing that people, teachers, leaders weren't stopping and asking that question and thinking of it from a holistic standpoint. It was more uh, reactionary or budgetary or resource-filled. And so we felt like something needed to step in and say, hold up, everybody. Let's, let's think a little bit more about the bigger picture. Let's think about this question. I like, Katie Rose, how you write that you say that this conversation is not just an educational one. It's not just a pedagogy one or a financial one. Why is it important to sort of remind all the different camps about what this conversation is about? Well, I think like many aspects within education, it's complex and schools are complex, classrooms are complex organisms. And we as teachers, Sarah and I, got tired of, of seeing the finger pointing. And when we stopped and thought about it, uh, this isn't a conversation that teachers should be having with other teachers. It shouldn't be a conversation that only you know, curriculum leaders are having with teachers. This is a much bigger conversation because there are so many interdependent parts. In order to make this function in a way that's actually enhancing the learning for the students, we all need to be invested. We all need to be on the same page, moving in the same direction. And I think that what we were seeing a lot in our own experience and then working with other teachers and, and leaders in other schools was that all too often these conversations were kind of happening in isolation, that, you know, teachers were working really hard with other teachers to figure out how can I use the technology in the best way that I can. But then they weren't having the same conversations then with leaders about, well, what can we do at a school level to help me to do that? 
or curriculum coordinators not talking to teachers about what do you need from the curriculum in order to be able to achieve this. And as long as these separate conversations are all happening in separate rooms, we're never going to get to the place where, you know, technology can really achieve that potential because there's always going to be this, this gap between the idea and the implementation and this lack of joined up thinking. So you write about how we need to shift the conversation away from the what of technology and towards the how and why. Can you talk a little bit through about how we do that? How do we shift that conversation? Well, I think it starts with understanding that using technology in the classroom does not look the same for every classroom, for every lesson, for every student. And rather than thinking about what do I need to do this, think about what do I actually want to achieve? What's my core learning for the students? And then planning backwards and seeing, does technology even enhance this? Is it worth the student's time and my time using a tool to enhance this? And if not, then okay, move forward. But if yes, then thinking really critically about what it is you want your students to be able to do or achieve or present or share, and then thinking about what tool would be best suited to do that. And then within that, we have the core learning that the students need to be able to understand or do. And then you also have the technological skills that they need to be able to uh, use, utilize in order to be successful. And so then you have, you have two things kind of happening in parallel in that way. Does that make sense? And maybe an example would be best. Would you like an example? Sure. Okay. So when we're thinking about technology integration, um, and let's say we can, we can talk about um, sequencing with small children. In, it's a mathematical skill you find in all curriculums when we're asking, let's say, first, second graders to understand sequencing of events, sequencing of numbers. What are, depending on what you're trying to achieve, you may decide, okay, let's say technology is really going to enhance what the students are learning, and maybe you want to work with a robot. Um, so that way students can really understand the idea of sequencing. And so you can use something like a B-Bot where the students have to program in order to make the robot get to a certain spot in the room or go through a little course. And in that, your tool that you're using is supporting their understanding of sequencing not just learning how to code for code's sake, but it's linked to mathematical thinking as far as understanding the process of sequencing. I'll just jump in there. Um, well, when we're talking about moving from the, the what and the, uh, so much from the what towards the how and the why, I think what we're talking about there is the fact that a lot of the stuff that we see online, a lot of the professional developments that we as teachers attend are really focused on the tool, you know, how to use this, the 50 top apps, you know, we're going one-to-one -one in our district and here's the technology. And it's very much focused on this kind of physical resource of here's the stuff. But what's really missing is the conversation around why do we have the stuff? What are we going to use it for? What ultimately is our goal in education in having the stuff in the first place? And until we have that conversation where we're moving away from things and towards student purpose, we're never going to be able to use those things in a way that is effective because we don't really have a purpose. You know, so that's, that's the part that, that we really need to move towards. I also like how you write about early on in the book about how we need to be doing more to help teachers sort of work with what they have in the classroom. And as you described, you know, before about how different schools have different 
things that are accessible to them. So how can we sort of help teachers work more with what they have already? Well, a big part of that, I think, with with helping teachers is never underestimating the impact that your mindset as a teacher has on your practice with technology that we all have grown up in a world and experienced things that have given us a mindset or a kind of set of beliefs and ideas about technology that make us feel a certain way with technology. And what that looks like in real life is that, you know, some people don't want to use it or they are frightened of it or they have um, anxiety about breaking it. A, a big part of moving us forward and how we use technology is accepting that that is the case and that that is normal and giving teachers the space to talk about their beliefs and to then move forward Um, into a place where they feel more positive about technology and providing them with the support, um, both in terms of space to discuss, but also practical support in the classroom and in the school so that when they are using technology, they feel like they have help, they have direction, they know where they're going with the technology. I like that you mentioned mindset there. It's a part of the in-tech great model. It's one of the components in the six components that that you write about in the framework for technology integration. Can you talk a little bit more about what that integrate model is and and those six components? Well, the integrate model was really the beginning of the whole process for us that when Katie Rose and I were began to work together in our different roles and Katie Rose is the curriculum coordinator and I'm the ed tech person, we realized that we were facing challenges that a lot of teachers were facing and schools were facing in, in integrating technology that it seemed like no sooner had we addressed one issue, like, for example, developing the curriculum, than we were fighting another fire. We had a new curriculum, but we didn't have the tools to support it. Or, you know, the teachers were feeling like they had plenty of resources, but they didn't know what to do with them, or they didn't feel capable of using them. And we were seeing this conversation repeated over and over again in the people that we were talking to. And what we realized was that These weren't a lot of separate different issues that were occurring. They were symptoms of a larger single issue, which was that technology integration is reliant on a system, a system-wide approach. And that if we don't treat it as a system where curriculum and mindset and vision and purpose and pedagogy and leadership and resources all influence one another in this independent, interdependent way, we aren't going to be able to make real progress because they're pulling each other back and forward and they're supporting each other and hindering each other. And just addressing one element isn't going to get us anywhere. We have to address all of them at the, at the same time. And that led to the creation of the Integrate model. And that's why we wrote the book. And from and to add to that, um, all of those pieces are interdependent. But at the, its core, we're talking about student learning. Because oftentimes within these conversations with staff and leaders and uh, tech teams, Student learning wasn't the center of the conversation. The resources were, or the curriculum was, or how they felt about screen time was, uh, not student learning. And this is really pivotal within the Integrate model that we keep our focus on student learning. Katie Rose, how would you like to see people use the book? There's tons of great information in this book, but, you know, someone sits down and approaches it. How would you like to have them approach the book? With an open mind. I really think it's important that um, people who sit down to read this book, you know, teaching is incredibly personal. And people, uh, teachers get into teaching out of like moral purpose because it's something they feel so strongly about. 
And technology is one of those pieces that teachers feel strongly about often. And so I want all teachers to approach this book uh, with an open mind, being ready to be a reflective practitioner, um, being willing to engage in the professional conversation that can happen with the questions that we provide in this book to stimulate thought and to stimulate a school-wide conversation about, okay, where are we, what are we doing, and how do we move forward? Sarah, anything you want to add to that? I thought that was such a good answer. I thought I'd just stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's end with this. You both have a brand new podcast called EDU. On your website, it's described as a podcast about bringing education research into the classroom. Tell us a little bit about the new podcast and what you're looking to do with it. Well, we're both geeks and we wanted an opportunity and an excuse to to read research. And we just love to be to be learning all of the time. And it really started for us because we had questions that we wanted to try and answer for ourselves about what is effective teaching? What is the research telling us about best classroom practice, if, if there even is such a thing? And so it really comes from us for, from a place of questioning about wanting to know more about teaching and also about making research as accessible as possible to teachers because it is not very accessible. It's not affordable. It's not easy to read. It's not even easy to physically access. So for us, it's about trying to share our learning with other teachers around the world. And we're really excited about it. We have lots of fun doing it. Gives us a good excuse to chat to each other every day. <laughs> the book comes with an extensive online study guide. What can you tell us about that? Yes. So we have also, alongside of writing the book, we have created a resource packet, online resource, to support schools in using this book as a professional development tool to work with staff to develop each of the six factors within the integrate model. And we really want, you know, we would love to be able to to work with teachers in the real world and work with them on the book. And obviously that's not going to be possible to work with everybody that we would want to work with. So we've really designed that to be asking the questions that we would like to ask in a conversation and encouraging teachers to have discussions and write down their thoughts and really bring together that kind of community element. Because the idea behind the integrate model, of course, is bringing together all of these different elements in support of student learning. And what that means in real life is bringing together a lot of different people with different areas of expertise to talk about technology integration in support of student learning. And so that's really our goal with this resource. And we hope that people will, will enjoy it and use it and access it. Our thanks to Sarah and Katie Rose for their time and expertise. Their book, Integrating Technology, can be found on Heinemann.com. You can follow Sarah on Twitter at S underscore J underscore Gilmore and Katie Rose at Deus Katie Rose. Learn more and download a sample chapter at blog.heinemann.com. The Heinemann Podcast is a production of Heinemann Publishing. It is produced and edited by Steph George. Sound mixing by Steph George. Our creative producer is Lauren Audette. And our executive producer is me, Brett Whitmarsh. To learn more about the Heinemann Podcast, visit blog.heinemann.com. Thanks for listening.